Welcome to Talking Hoosier Baseball for Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Uh, I am Carl James. Uh, I, I, along with Michael James, managed to catch up with first baseman Brock Tibbetts and outfielder Carter Matheson uh, following their all-Big Ten freshman uh, team honors uh, here in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, We were able to catch up with them thanks to the rain delay at the Big Ten tournament. Um, They will be getting underway very hopefully, uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, but we did get a chance to sit down with them, and here is our interview. Congrats to both of you on making the Big Ten All-Freshman team. Thank you. Um, so, uh, just, just kind of, EG, tell me what it's like to get that kind of a recognition. I mean, it's just kind of goes along, like, as a team award. Um, I mean, it's all just kind of working towards that goal, getting here to Omaha and making the Big Ten tournament, and then kind of doing your part along the way to help the team get to that spot and I guess receiving a little bit of recognition for your role in helping the team helping the team win so yeah I think it's cool to just be recognized for a lot of hard work just seeing the hard work pay off You've both had a chance now to work out uh, at Charles Schwab Field uh, what, were, what were your initial feelings about being here in Omaha? We actually haven't been able to go to the oh, field yet. Just, oh, yeah. just okay. the pitchers went to throw. But we, uh, we've been working out at some local indoor facility. But we haven't been to the actual field yet. Yeah. Well, it's now been four days of your road trip without playing a game. Uh, how are you passing the time? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot of just kind of finding random stuff to do. I mean, it's, it helps when parents come to town so you can spend some spend more time with family than usual than you usually are able to on road trips so that's been kind of nice and then just kind of spending time with teammates even though we've been around each other for <laughs> weeks straight bus rides and in the hotel and meals and everything and so it's just kind of getting closer with teammates again and just kind of seeing who everyone really is okay. it's going downtown school they got a really nice downtown the marketplace or whatever the market thing is down here it's cool to explore so going down there looking at the restaurants and then I've heard there's a pretty nice zoo here so I know some guys went there today yeah just finding things to do to entertain ourselves well beyond just being freshmen uh, you both had you know a full essentially a full year of development erased in high school uh, due to COVID-19 um, how did you develop as players in that year, given the circumstances? Uh, yeah, I think, honestly, we kind of lucked out with our timing when COVID happened and hit because we weren't seniors, so we didn't miss a, a last, uh, our last year of high school, but we also weren't freshmen in college who missed our, our first year in college. It was kind of right in the middle, but I'd say just the only thing, because I think we had summer ball that summer, right? Yeah, we did. So I think the only thing we really missed out on was the high school season, which sucked, but you know, once again, we got another year after that to play for our senior year, which ultimately I think would, would have been more important than our junior year. I think that year uh, kind of helped a lot of guys figure out, like kind of getting in the weight room and kind of figuring out their bodies and being able to add that strength on because a lot of guys who play baseball will then play in the fall or they'll play other sports and never really get like almost an off season to just really focus on the weight room and focus on getting stronger. So I think that was the biggest thing that happened in that time period, which kind of helped us 
leading into our senior years and then into this year, just kind of getting ahead on that. Okay. All right, Brock, uh, you know, you, you've been a solid player defensively at first base all season. Um, you know, though you didn't really have a ton of experience at that position before this season, how did you take to it so quickly? Um, I mean, I got a lot of help from uh, Kip and Jake Skrine, who were the who were first baseman as well. They uh, really took me under their wing and taught me a lot. Um, worked with Coach Mercer and Coach Simmons a lot, um, and was able to just pick up on their coaching really quickly and be able to implement it quickly. And I think I was able to take a lot of kind of tips from catching as well, just kind of how my body moves and how I'm able to get in front of the ball and be able to position myself better uh, for each play. So I was just able to use all those things, take in a lot of information, and just learn really quickly and implement it really quickly. Uh, Carter, as uh, Austin Render has reminded us on the radio a few times, uh, You've hit more home runs as a Power 5 Division One freshman than you did in your high school senior season when you were named Indiana Mr. Baseball. How is that possible? Uh, I guess just more games being played, <laughs> getting more opportunities. Um, but you know, you are, you've done it more than any other anybody else in Indiana history. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. As yeah. a freshman, yeah. Uh, Brock, um, Tyler Dones has been next to you in the uh, in the infield most of the season. Um, how has he and the experience he's he have helped you and the other infield the other freshman infielders? A lot, um, you know him and uh, Philip because Philip's helped out Josh a lot on the left side of the infield. Uh, they're experienced. They came in as veterans and have each played. I don't even know how many games. A lot more than me and Josh have, obviously, and just kind of their knowledge of the game and their knowledge of college baseball have really helped us to be able to kind of get in like different positionings, like different than kind of how we would in high school, just with how uh, college baseball is different than high school baseball and just kind of helped us out with uh, all those little details that uh, you can't really practice too well and that are just kind of in-game like reactionary type situations and their leadership and kind of being mentors to us has helped out a lot to be able to grow as freshmen. Okay, Carter, I'm going to ask you about a specific at-bat a while ago, so just bear with me for a moment. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the reason I'm asking is because it was in a road game that we weren't there for, and we didn't get a chance to ask you about it. So, um, this is uh, Indiana State. Okay. Uh, you had a two-out pinch hit, three-run home run that tied the game in the top of the ninth. Uh, can you just walk us through what you remember about that particular at-bat? Yeah, so I had that day off, and then uh, got closer to the end of the game. And Merce kind of came over to me. He's like, "Be ready to hit. We might pinch, in, pinch hit you, if needed." And it ended up coming. Uh, the opportunity came, and I kind of just went up there. And my mindset was just, "This ball's going forward. I'm gonna hit this ball. Whatever happens, happens." Because I specifically remember that Sunday, we were down by one against Purdue, the bottom of the ninth with two outs, and I was up, and I struck out. So that was obviously in the back of my mind that that was not going to happen again for the second game in a row. And I got, I wanted to get deep in the count, and that happened. I ended up getting 3 2, 
and I kind of just put my feet in the ground. I was like, I'm swinging at anything close, and thankfully I got a, a good bat on the ball. So I guess this one will go to both of you. Um, you know, as freshmen, who have you learned the most from as far as the upperclassmen goes? Um, I'd say for me in the case, because I'm an outfielder, so I'd say I've learned a lot this year from Bobby and Hunter. They've kind of taken me under their wing, even Morgan Colopy as well. Uh, just working with them all throughout the fall because of our positioning, and then Hunter being lefty as well. Just they've kind of taken me under my under their wing and taught, taught me a lot. And then also Matthew Ellis, being both being left-handed hitters and being a great hitter as well. Uh, they've all those guys have really taken me under their wing and taught me a lot. Uh, for me, I'd say defensively I learned most from Kip and Jake, just from them having experience at first base and getting, as he said, taking, taking me under their wing and uh, teaching me all that they know. And with it being a new position for me, they really taught me a lot and kind of gave me a lot of, a lot of good advice for going over there, going over to a new spot. And then uh, in general, I've learned a lot from Bobby uh, on the offensive side and just with the game in general because he's uh, he's just a he's just a great competitor and he's a great leader and uh, he's been a great mentor to all the young guys and he's just been a great leader for the team so I think learned a lot from him too. So I guess this one's a go for either one of you. Um, do any of you have at this point now that you've got a full season under your belt? Uh, if you if you know another incoming D1 player, what would be your biggest piece of advice that you've now picked up in your year? I would say listen to the upperclassmen and be okay with failing. Because when you get on campus, you're not going to realize, you know, coming out of high school, if you're going to Division I, you're usually one of the better players, and you're quickly going to realize, like, okay, I'm, I'm one of 40. Like, all these guys are the same talent, maybe even better, maybe even a little worse. Just... So I'd say just taking all advice you get from upper upperclassmen, coaches, and just applying it and then being okay with failing and learning from those failures. I'd say same thing, to embrace embrace failure and embrace coaching because you're going to fail. And then coaches and, like you said, upperclassmen are going to be there to be your support system. So embrace all the information that you get early and be able to uh, – use your failure to learn from and uh, grow from there. Um, do you rely on uh, any analytic data when it comes to preparing for a certain team or pitcher? Um, do you mean like our personal analytic data or like they the, the pitchers? The kind of more the scouting piece of it. Oh, yeah. Um, not as much like spin rates type unless if uh, a guy has like a high spin rate uh, breaking ball that's about um, we'll usually kind of throw that into a scouting report just so that we know that it's going to be a tighter break and it's going to break more um, other than that it's more um, just kind of work like with uh, velocities and then sometimes pitch shape and how it will move compared to others because some guys will have Maybe some pitches that move a different way, a fastball that will uh, stay on plane a little more than other guys. Some guys will have just different movements, and so it's just kind of getting that information so that we know going into a game how guys 
pitches will be able to move and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not too big on the like data stuff. I don't really pay a whole lot of attention, but when it comes to like a scouting report, I like to I like to see video just to see like the movements of the pitches, and then maybe like another thing is what pitches they like the most. So like percentage wise, what they throw like fastball, how much, how what the percentage is that they throw fastball compared to a changeup, and just stuff like that. Uh, well, now that school's wrapped up, uh, can you just talk a little bit about what, how the transition to kind of focusing exclusively on baseball has been like? I mean, honestly, we haven't really been on campus too much since school's been out. So we got out of school and then kind of went right into a series, and then we had about a week and went right into this trip out here. So, I mean, it's just kind of been balancing time between baseball and Kind of getting away from baseball as well because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with only baseball now and then just kind of have time to be able to kind of mentally separate yourself from the game so it's just been kind of it's been kind of nice not having to worry about schoolwork but um it's been kind of relaxing being able not to yeah after school got out it was just a lot more relaxed we actually got a lot more off time to like you said get away from baseball especially with the nice weather, get out and enjoy the weather. So it was a big weight off our shoulders. Brock, um, you did sort of run into a little bit of a mid-season hitting slump. Um, we've seen over the years many, many freshmen kind of hit into that slump and then it just kind of becomes a permanent thing, but you managed to get out of it. So can you kind of walk us through what that was like, what, what you did to kind of get out of that? Um, I was trying not to really like just kind of keep my mind off the numbers and just kind of stay away from batting average because I, I started off the season hitting pretty well and just knew it was inevitable that it was going to balance itself out because, I mean, baseball is a game of highs and lows and they're all just going to – it's going to level out at some point. And so it was just sticking to what I knew that I could do and just trying to go up there with the same approach every time, just stick to my approach and just keep putting the bat on the ball and – some will fall, some will get caught. Sometimes one more than often the others, but just kind of sticking to what I do. So, uh, I guess this is one for both of you. Just is there a is there you have like a favorite, uh, whether it team related, be there on or off the field moment that you might want to share. Walk off was cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. To celebrate on the field. Yeah. Um, nothing really sparks my mind right off the top. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a really fun year. There's been I mean, there's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs, and I think I think we've all just had a lot of fun with one another. I can't really think of anything too particular. Too particular. But it's just been a really fun year. Um, so it's interesting. Coach, you know, talked a little bit about has talked often about how the um, the difficult non-con schedule that started in February uh, you know, worked to prepare your guys prepare you guys for what you're going to be facing, you know, with a team like Maryland here in the uh, in the Big Ten tournament. So um, can you kind of walk through what what your initial 
experience was like in those first few weeks and how that's helped you up till now? Yeah, I mean, opening up at Clemson with in front of five, 6,000 fans was, I mean, we had three, four freshmen starting on the field. And almost everybody on the field hadn't played in that environment just with COVID last year. Or no fans last year in the Big Ten and then season getting cut short the year before. Nobody had really played in that environment and it was great to get thrown into that environment. It was a lot of fun and then also gave us that great experience and then going and playing Stanford, Arkansas, going on the road to all these other top programs and it was just great to get to kind of experience failure but then now we're kind of realizing that like it really prepared us for now and realizing that we can compete with a lot of great teams. Yeah, it was a lot of fun getting out on the road, getting down south, playing, you know, some of the best teams in the country, playing in some of the best atmospheres in the country. You know, right off the rip, we played Clemson with a sold-out stadium, which was awesome to play in and just learn from. So I think the the difficult non-conference schedule has taught us a lot, has uh, improved us a lot for, like, these moments, just just getting out and playing the best competition we possibly can. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but do you guys have your summer plans laid out? What you guys are going to be doing? Uh, as of now, I'm going to the New England League to play for the Keen Swamp Packs. Um, I will not be actually playing summer ball. I'll be on campus just working on getting stronger and gaining weight for next year. That will do it for this edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Uh, IUBase.com will have detailed coverage uh, of the Big Ten tournament from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, So just pay attention to the website and our various social medias. Uh, We will see you at the BART.